time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. Beta, beta cuck Z or something like that. Beta cuck. But yeah, it's like beta cuck Z is the new variant going around so, now or something. I don't know. I've heard of this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did you get it from traveling or did you get it just from being? Because like, it's like you, you could have got it from being, you know, at collision. But did you also get it just because like you're kind of a recluse and don't leave your house? So like just just literally leaving your house, you attracted the germs because it's like the germs is like, oh, that's a fresh body right there. Yes. I think it's more so just being around like hundreds of thousands of people. It and wasn't hundreds of thousands. It wasn't man, there was many. like at least a million people there. It's not. Uh, it was ten. The public toilet. Yeah. Oh well, no. I actually didn't. We actually didn't go to the restrooms there, did we? Yeah, we did. We did uh, twice. When we yeah, left. Never mind. When we left. We got there. We went. Got, I went whenever I, we got there, and then we went whenever we left. You go before yeah. you before the first match, and go when the when we're leaving. Yeah, we didn't have to pee at all during that event. It was pretty sick. Was I didn't a, drink anything. Time. You had, I mean, you you did, but I didn't. I didn't. Drink I had anything, so. one beer, and that's because it was twelve dollars, and I was not going to pay for another one. That's insane to me. That was. I'm still upset about that, but it's fine. It's whatever. You know, it's. The he hated it too. Uh, yeah, but like, what's crazy, Jacob, is there was like we were like we were waiting for Dalton Castle, right? He was in the main for the Ring of Honor thing, and I wanted Jacob to experience Dalton Castle because it's just like he's yeah. different, right? And sure. like it was just forever. And then I think there was four matches after we left before Dalton Castle. So Are you it serious? Been... there was four uh, more. Yeah, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I as as over as as Dalton Castle is on the promos that I've seen and stuff like that, and like his entrances, like yeah, I I can't wait through another hour and a half because it was ever get to him. <laughs> Like, like they should have announced like three more matches till Dalton Castle. Well, they they, they mean, kept teasing. They're like, you know, Dalton Castle's <laughs> coming up. Dalton Castle's coming up, and it's like, okay, but like, how many more of these? Because we got there. I mean, there was three Ring of Honor matches before Collision, right? So we got there at seven. So okay. there was like three matches in like thirty minutes, and then two hours of Collision, and then uh, we stayed at least. Another hour and like, a half. Uh, yeah, about four more or five more matches, maybe. And there were still four or five more. So it's like, it's, dude, like, you've been to a lot more wrestling shows than I have, Aaron. Like, what's the longest you've, like, show you've been to? Oh, man, you're not going to believe this. But, like, man, so I went to the um, King of the Death match tournament in 2003 for IWA Mid-South in Indiana. And that was a complete gauntlet, man. Two-night event. And each night went over six hours. It was insane, dude. It was insane. And we're not just talking, like, you know, like, squash matches or, like, you know, even, even, like, there were some really good technical matches. It wasn't all death matches and um, stuff like that. But it was kind of kind of mind numbing to be honest with you by the time it was over we were all very ready to go to the waffle house <laughs> yeah oh, absolutely solid oh man we should have went to the waffle house dude that would have been such a solid opportunity. i mean there's that but also I, I don't know like i mean everybody else knows this but like i don't like to go to 
places like that I'm familiar with when I'm going so to like a place I'm unfamiliar with. Does that make sense? Like, sure. Yeah. You when, when it comes to eating. Here. Yes. Yeah. Right. So it's like, but also if it's one thirty in the morning, your options are real limited. Wobble uh, burgers. Closed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's very rare, by the way, that uh, someone comes on here and has a more glorious beard than I do. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think it's nice, by the way. Aaron. That was good. Ah, thank you, thank you. I have to, I have to compensate a little bit because I can't make it grow on top. You know. Right. Well, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be there soon. I, I think uh, I escaped it. My dad, me, Jacob can't my grow dad, facial uh, hair. My, I can't grow facial hair. I can grow this right here, and I got sideburns. Look um, at those yeah, dude, the one on the the stuff on top grows just fine. Like my dad lost his hair when he was like twenty two or twenty three or something like that. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. early on, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm just gonna lose my hair eventually." But yeah, I think I'm okay You're right on now, strong, brother. Yeah, my, I think I'm my, okay for right my now. My dad's senior year picture. He's already like he's already got the Hulk Hogan look. Like it's it's gone. Like you know it's <laughs> and so it's, so it's like rough, damn man. dude. And like that's what sucks, dude. Like there's not you know as far as we've come in the medical field, receding hairline is not it's not fixable yet. Like you can make someone's dick hard for four hours, but you can't fix like, you know, <laughs> male pattern baldness, you know? So it's like, ah, you just, you just got to learn to live with it. Go the QT Marshall route, you know, what's he do? <laughs> well, QT Marshall, if you watch the early days of like AEW, his hair is so thin on top and he's got, like, you know, he's, Oh yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. So he's got on. plugs. He hair transplants. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing, I've been seeing Cody like Rhodes people call do him like, out for that. Yeah. Well, Cody Rhodes has a fucking neck tattoo that's atrocious, so I don't think he has much room to call anyone out on anything on how somebody looks. <laughs> Fair, man. That neck tattoo was probably the worst call I can imagine. Ever, dude. Like, was so he was so just, like, super clean. That's when the crowd turned on him. That's when the crowd turned yeah. on him. You're right. It really is. <laughs> they were like, ooh, you make these sort of decisions in your real life? Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah. But, anyways, welcome to the podcast, man. It's oh, been yeah. you did my my first podcast long time ago. We are digital citizens. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Lost to the ether, man. Like it's been God, it was like <laughs> at least ten was it? No, it wasn't ten years ago. It was what eight, maybe. Well, so I mean, it's coming up on ten years that I've been with Hobby Lobby. 20, November of this year is ten years since we met. So I did the podcast like within probably that first year of us. So you started in November. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I started in I started in 2012. Okay, I'd been there a year. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. You started a month after me. Yeah, that's right. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Like it's just like like snap of a finger. Like shit, just like flies by. I feel like I've lived so much life since I left Hobby Lobby, and uh, like I hell, I met Jacob. No, I mean a couple of years after that, I, we met at uh our old job jacob's engineering so it was like yes, my uh, business went under oh, you had an uh, engineering <laughs> yeah dude it was uh they found out that like all our computers had just like spaghettios inside of them and so like it wasn't <laughs> we weren't actually doing any work so uh yeah i got shut down pretty quick but it was a fun time you know fun while it lasted yeah, he's uh you gotta expect the grind you know i've just, told this story a couple of times but i'll tell you because you've never heard it but like i was like i'm this i'm like i gravitate towards like weird not weird. Weird's a negative connotation, but I gravitate towards unique people, right? Because like boring is normal, or nor normal is boring. Um, and like I, I was like, dude, like, like we should start a podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, we should. And then like, you know, didn't want to do it. And then I, we finally was like, bro, we're gonna do it. 
we're gonna do it and he's like yeah 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 yeah. and then <laughs> finally just he just kept like like blowing me off for a while like just like nah yeah yeah we'll do it, we'll do it. and then finally i was just like here's the date we're doing it on this date and he was like uh, okay i'll be there so uh how many episodes later uh 216 wow yeah That's every run guys yeah every friday we've never missed an episode or never missed a week really? Yeah, I mean, even us is, I, I've been out like one or two episodes. You've been out, I, I think, dying and stuff. 10, 10 episodes. Like, he got a really bad, like, migraine, like, episode four. So the joke was, oh, he's already dipped. And then he got, we can't confirm it, but he was like patient zero for like COVID because he had yeah, it I think really I, I think I bad. It to the US, really. So he went, yeah. he went, he went to a hockey game in Carolina, like in February of 2020, and then like came back and almost no, like it was January. It was like, cause it was January. I don't know if it was for Shelby's birthday, but it was oh, okay. like around Shelby's birthday. So, and then like went to the hospital kind of thing. Like I was like, Oh, he's like, like sick, sick. And then, then COVID like, you know, took over the world. So, uh, and then the birth of his second child, he missed like four weeks in a row. Cause I was like, bro, you're not, you gotta, you got another newborn. You're not, I kicked him off the podcast for like a month. So, but outside <laughs> yeah. of that, I mean, to be fair, I had to do a lot of work and stuff and help with a kid. And that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow you back though. It was my call, not yours. That's fair. Yeah. I'm fair. just kidding. <laughs> um, but Jacob has, um, he's sort of, he, I don't know how to explain his fandom when it comes to wrestling. Cause he likes the idea of wrestling. Right. And so la- like last week, you know, we went to collision. It was a two weeks ago, I guess. And like, he finally understood what you and I, Aaron have always known and loved our entire lives. And that like, there's nothing like, pro wrestling and even to the further that point there's nothing like pro wrestling in person right sure, and especially yeah, yeah. one that is the spectacle that is like AEW. like you know go into you know like a you know mid, iwa mid-south show is like great but like it's different when you go to like when there's production and like it's gone tv and like it's a lot more organized and structured but like he would told me several times he's like i get it like i get i get it now i get why why it is and it's weird because you and I both lived, you're a little bit older than I am, but you and I have both lived through what was the peak of wrestling, right? In the attitude yeah, era. Yeah. Attitude era, sure. And then you can probably relate to this too. Cause like for the longest time, even like after that, cause how old were you in like nine peak of that 98? Well, so born in 87. So I was okay. like 11, 12, middle school age, man. Okay. You know, like everybody running around saying, suck it, you know, yeah. and it's like, give me yeah, cold yeah. The too sweet, man. too sweet yeah. shit. So, Absolutely. so yeah, you're like I said, you're a couple years older than me. So you probably experienced it before I did. Cause like once, once you get into like high school, like wrestling is no longer cool, right? It was like this weird, like, ooh, like, you know. Yeah. Post rock and Austin, like, um, the ruthless aggression era was awesome if you were a fan, but it wasn't cool anymore. And then it was totally not cool, like, once like uh, 2005, 2006 came around and John Cena was the guy. I mean, it was, it was the, yeah, nobody was. Uh, John, is know, John Cena still the guy though? I mean, like, I no. feel like John Cena's uh, he's still around, knows. but he's in, he's in Hollywood now. Nobody can yeah, see him. It, I don't understand this. I don't understand how he's like the biggest wrestler in America right now. Nobody he's not the biggest wrestler in America. I'm trying to tell you. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Maybe if people could see him, he would be. You know. It's, um, 
the the popularity of uh, Invisible Man matches has risen on the indies. So I would love to see the Invisible Man versus John Cena. Oh yeah. shit! Alex has been sending me clips, like oh, tons of clips, where it's like. <laughs> uh either they're fighting like a sex doll or they're fighting like they're oh, fighting yeah, somebody yeah. invisible uh one of my personal favorites is like i think he's i think he's in the ring of honor i'm not sure but he's uh luigi oh, i fucking forgot his his like luigi primo oh, yeah, luigi primo oh my god dude like i saw him with dan housen on, on on the stage or whatever I'm just like this or the 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 mat with the ring what do they call it ring the square the the square box. circle i don't know the square, square circle, circle. <laughs> uh but no it was just great i just love i love all the overness of it too and like uh i know i didn't get to see him live but yeah like uh fucking I, i'm blanking dude i got such a bad headache right now <laughs> the dude with the, the over the over guy danny sparkle fingers uh Dar dalton castle dalton castle there we go <laughs> yeah those start with a d but no like i just love how over the top they are and and you would think that it's like that would take you out of it like like them being so over the top like would take you out of it but it just i don't know it sucked me in so hard dude it was just so fun to watch like uh seeing the ass boys um <laughs> oh shit Man. they used to be so cringe but they're pretty fantastic now dude, they're dude. great dude they've grown on me so much I know, it's insane i i can see that if it was like 30 to 40 minutes of just the ass boys running around <laughs> like shouting and something like that yeah that would get that would get old very fast they're but great it's like, in doses though yeah yeah right. oh my gosh dude, it's so great <laughs> the um the whole point of that though is that like it's weird that now we live in like such a wrestling renaissance like it is it is it's wild it's wild dude like the AEW is about to have the biggest show in professional wrestling history at Wembley yeah. Stadium it's like over yeah. like it's like I think it crossed is it crossed ninety now. Or is oh it... wow, I hadn't seen that. I mean, I know the numbers is it's it's a staggering figure. I think it was know? ninety thousand. They were talking. Yeah, because like, I think Wembley holds ninety two, <laughs> and like the the record was what was it WrestleMania thirty two? I think in Dallas, it's a hundred thousand through the gate. But like what WWE did to to like fudge the numbers was they counted like personnel that worked for WWE as people in the building. Oh, wasn't yeah, like tickets distributed. Yeah. But what's crazy though is like even though. AEW is about to do their thing, right? And it's going to be the biggest wrestling show ever. Like, turn right around in WWE in Philadelphia for WrestleMania 40. Which one is it? I think it's it, it already. Yeah, they already set the record for like like it's it's sold out or whatever, and it's gonna it's probably gonna have you know hundred thousand. Which it's like like never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that as an adult wrestling would be more popular i i argue it's more popular now because of the way that social media works and tiktok and like you have reddit and all these like people like jacob who knows of wrestling knows but like doesn't watch on the everyday basis but like knows all these things and like you just have options now which is like something that i think more importantly that has been missing for 15 years or so is that like if if you liked wrestling really your only option was the indies which you still followed for a really long time or it was like wwe but then like like wwe just like lost its way like once and i understand why from a business perspective like we say they lost their way but like they were probably made more money when they partnered with mattel and it became the pg era they probably made more money that way because like it was all about kids right and, but like right. the thing about and it's hard to argue that but as someone who grew up during the attitude era, like obviously those things are apples to oranges in terms of like how you compare them and with like, you know, the way society views things, but like literally 
like it was unwatchable. Like, and it's just because like, and I say it's all the time. There's things that I like 15, 20 years ago. Even if you go back and watch some of that shit, like we were talking before, before we started recording, like some of the stuff I loved ECW, right? I loved it for it's like just violence. And like, I'm a huge mortal Kombat guy. So that was like the closest thing to like reality to like mimic obviously they weren't like uppercutting people's like spines out but like it was gore it was like gore personified but like i don't i don't like that as much now like i you like gcw i can't watch gcw dude it's just like what is uh so what is gcw for the people who don't know know. um and they're they're kind of like the the closest thing to a modern ecw equivalent Uh, i saw them live in atlantic city and it dude it blew my mind there's nothing quite like deathmatch wrestling live but i'm not going to try to sell anybody on it if they're not a fan of that sort of thing but uh man like just the energy of it it's you can't you can't really replicate it it's it's ravenous yeah, I feel like it like a mosh pit would break out. It. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> they got they kind of got their name by doing like the deathmatch stuff, and they still do that a little bit um here and there, but that's really not what they do too much these days. It's more kind of like top to bottom, um, kind of variety show. Yeah, uh, kind of like ECW used to sure. used to do. Because uh, ECW even still, like from top to bottom on the card, wasn't always blood and gut, you know. Oh yeah. Um, I, but I, I kind of sound like a bit of an of a GCW apologist. Uh, I will say that they have run some of the most violent shows in North America. Oh. But again, that's not all that they do. But their their fan base is absolutely rabid, reminiscent of those late nineties sure. ECW. Crowd. Absolutely. Um, you know, sort of they got on my map with Nick Gage, right? Like in the pizza sure, cutter yeah. and the was the David Arquette oh, thing GCW or was that just like a separate it show? Was. Okay. Yeah, that was GCW and that was absolutely insane. This was um maybe even a year before the Cardona match. And um just how over Nick Gage is, it's like kind of it's kind of this cult thing, man. It's um really nothing else like it when he comes out to for whom the bell tolls by Metallica and the crowd just loses their minds, you know, and he's moshing with everybody. MDK, um, baby. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, you know, the, the dude's crazy, you know, but uh but there's nothing like that energy, man. Um he's, to uh, see him was was really awesome. Really. He's he's the closest thing to like new jack. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, but 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 he's more professional than New Jack. Yeah, New Jack legitimately hurt several people. Tried to kill people. Legitimately tried to murder yeah. people. Yeah, like, the one that brought a gun. Wasn't there one of them that brought like a gun or something like a loaded gun? Uh, or maybe that was, that was, that was like, Brian that Pillman. Was, I also think there was like a oh, Japanese yeah, yeah, yeah. match that was like Brian Pillman. <laughs> yeah, I watched that live on Monday Night Raw I when Stone Cold busted in his house and he had the gun. That was so controversial. That was '97, I think. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Crazy. Vince McMahon came the following week and was like, you know, we apologize. And you know how fucked up something has to be for Vince McMahon <laughs> oh my has God, to apologize Vince publicly. Is apologizing? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah, piece of shit, dude. I fucking hate that dude so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was I was pretty thrilled when all the uh the stuff came out about him and he was, you know, gone for a couple months. <laughs> it's just like that's the thing. It's he like you know that he's you know that he's that kind of guy that's that's just like that. Like that all these allegations against him. Like again, you know, innocent until proven guilty. But if the shoe fits kind of situation where like he's a piece of shit in life, you know that he's gonna be a piece of shit if there's like any like any any allegation that comes out about him. It's like, yeah, he probably did that. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. I mean but 
the thing is, is like with Vince, if he could turn, if he could have turned that into a work, he would have. And he he did <laughs> at sure, some point. Yeah. Like, you know, there was if you go back and watch older promos, like I like when all that stuff happened, and then there was like a CM Punk promo with like he was talking about all the way, like how shitty of a human being Vince McMahon was and all the shit that happens in the back. And everyone's just like, oh, that's just like, and it's like, oh, like that was real. God, you know? Oh my God. It's talk about gaslighting too. It's like this idea that like you can't even bring up your frustrations with your boss basically because people are like, oh, they're doing a work. They're doing a work. It's going to be in the next show. They're yeah. Kick his ass. They're going to kick his ass. And it's just like, the dude's like, no, everybody, seriously, like Vince, every night he comes into my bedroom when I'm sleeping and he punches me in the face. And they're like, dude, it's a work. It's a work. And what it's a like, storyline, oh, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you guys, like, I'm being assaulted by this man. I... <laughs> I have said several times on this podcast, like we'll, we'll talk about something that happens and I'm like, this feels like wrestling, right? I, I try to operate my life, whether that's healthy or not. When it comes to things in the news, I'm like, oh, this is, this is a work. Like everything is a work until it is proven. Otherwise, this is orchestrated, very well orchestrated. And it's like, oh, well, why would somebody come out and be like, oh yeah, I'm a piece of shit. And it's like, well, because you're talking about them, right? You're talking about how much this person is a piece of shit. And you know, you're not talking about anybody else. And like, I, it's kind of like why, like I, I, I went on this whole thing last week or the week before about like Twitch streamers. Like, I, you know, we, twi- we have a Twitch and we don't, we haven't tw- streamed in forever, but like, we, I, I'm, you know, we're all getting up in age and like, we're just like, ah, you know, get off my lawn. It's, we're all yeah. in that. Oh but like, God, really I don't old yelling at cloud. I don't hate Twitch. I, there's just like the most popular people on Twitch annoy the shit out of me because none of them feel genuine. They all feel like they, it all feels like the worst of wrestling, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, whereas wrestling character, they, they play a character on screen, but then they become a normal human being off, off, right? Where it's like the the inverse of that, where someone's like a piece of shit and then they try to be like, they try their damnedest to be like this person, but then they do all these things that are controversial. Like, I don't know this, you know, Logan Paul, you know, did that whole dead body in Japan. Like, you know, like he's, yeah, a, you know, he's a fun, not, like, mean, like to be fair, if we did that dead body in Japan, if we did like that, a lot of insensitive stuff, we'd be yeah. canceled and we'd be oh, thrown in a gulag yeah. somewhere, but it's like, you know, because it's, you know, Logan Paul or whatever. And like, he got popular because of like Vine or whatever, but I guess the biggest, you know, it's every week there's a streamer doing some dumb shit. And this week is no, no, uh, no different where oh, dude, the, the internet is a buzz right now. Now right? you say the internet is a buzz, but you and I must frequent different internets because I don't need, I had no idea this was even a thing until okay. you presented this to me. me. This, so, me so yeah, tell, please okay. do. So this, I, I, okay. I, I have a weird for you page on TikTok that yeah, I'm sure you like, do. <laughs> my algorithm is like, my algorithm is insane. Uh, but every now and then there's this guy, uh, I didn't realize that. Kai Sinat, shouts out to like two weeks ago when we were talking about that dude for, that got all the people together in, in Times Square. Yeah. I have seen several of his like clips. Did you hear about that, Aaron? I, I'm not sure. I'm a lot of the <laughs> okay. We got going so, okay. Let's side sidetrack here. So this okay, guy, yeah, a couple yeah, weeks yeah. ago, this Kai Sinat, I don't know. I think it's how you say it. He's, He's a Twitch, a Twitch streamer. Yeah. He literally like on his Twitch was like, yo, come to like Times, come to Times Square, New York City at this on Friday, yada, yada, yada. I'm giving away PlayStation away 5 and Xboxes, PCs. Yeah. And literally a riot happens, and he's charged with it with with a like inciting, inciting a riot. riot. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> and so it's yeah. just like crazy. And then Jacob's like, "Oh, well, should he be? Yes, he should be, because someone." And he's like, "Well, 
the, he didn't cause the riot. No, he didn't. But he's the reason why all those people showed up that then caused the riot. Right. So like, again, I'm just saying, I mean, these yeah, fucking I mean, people have all this power and all, and like it's unchecked and they well, get, I mean, it's only like tens of thousands of people. It's not like only, it's like, it's like <laughs> zero, zero, one 0.001% of the population of the U.S. That's the amount of people alone, that was so. at the collision show, bro. Just imagine yeah. all those people fighting for a PS5. They yelled a lot, you know, you're going to charge. They were supposed to be part of the show. <laughs> anyways. Okay. So anyways, uh, but, uh, so this guy who every now and then comes across my, my for you pages, I show speed. Okay. And he's, I think he is another kind of like what Alex was referring to beforehand that he is a, a Twitch streamer who I think before, like a few months ago, he was just like 17 or whatever, but he was streaming on Twitch, et cetera. But he had just turned 18. He got popular for the wrong reasons where he's a piece of shit kind of <laughs> his whole, his whole like persona is that like, he's just an asshole. Right. Which yeah, is like. Yeah. Uh, people like watching other people be assholes or whatever okay so he's extremely popular i don't think he streams on twitch i think he streams on youtube um so anyways uh he's live streaming and he gets he's playing five nights at freddy's all right so first of all he's he's playing five nights at freddy's he's got a bunch of kids watching him because for some reason there's this kid cult following uh for <laughs> it's like uh, chuck e cheese five nights at freddy's yeah i don't know but it's it's i anyways He's streaming on YouTube. He's got like a couple thousand people watching him. And uh, one of the girl robots, right, jumps out and scares him and he gets all scared. And so like his reaction to being scared, it's like, scared. well, yeah, his reaction to being scared is, well, I'm obviously going to tell this robot how I'm going to F her in the face and starts to dry hump in the air. Well, what happens whenever you're wow. wearing, you know, loose shorts with like a hole in the front, you know, kind of like sleep shorts and you're dry humping, right? Well, anyways, yeah, he flashes. Uh, he flashes his his entire audience. Oh, uh, wow! Yeah, so, which is not good because again, there's a lot of kids in the audience, and so now there's just this yeah. this, uh, this penis in front of them. You know, you don't, like, you, oh. don't the, you don't want the kids to see the meat, man. I mean, nah. to be fair, they're wow. going to be exposed to like genitalia at some point in their lives, you know. But that's not again uh, any kind of excuse, but. <laughs> Sounds like they, like they can seek that out independently themselves. Like, yeah, you know, they, they shouldn't be forced to see it. So, did they charge him with yeah. sexual uh, sexual misconduct or sexual harassment? Uh, they charged him with nothing. Yeah. He's probably going to keep his YouTube channel, uh, and he's going to be able to continue live streaming because it was quote unquote an accident. Now, a lot of no, it the wasn't. Discourse, no, it wasn't. Okay, that's where a lot of the discourse comes from. Is because the idea that like, uh, the idea is that like he knew what he was wearing. Like whenever he went on yeah. stream, he knew that like it was loose fitting. He knew that like there was a hole in the front and he wasn't wearing underwear to begin with, which is like as is as depraved of a person as I am. He wasn't wearing underwear or he was just I mean, wearing I, loose. No he, no, he wasn't wearing any underwear because his dick just fall, fell right out of the front oh, okay. of shorts. Like so. Oh, uh, but so like. As oh, but I mean, he, he had something I underneath, am, though. No, he had nothing. He was just wearing boxer. Basically, it was like sleep shorts, essentially, is what he was wearing. So, yeah. OK, so you, I think his get up normally is the ability to go out the window. Yeah, so the, the, there's a lot of discourse on on uh, Twitter, especially because I think I show meat is trending right now on Twitter or was <laughs> for the last like week. Uh, and it's just like this whole idea that like every week it feels like Twitch and, and streaming and the, like the streamer community is getting worse and worse. And it's like, I just want to say they're deplorable people, bro. I just want to say that don't. While yes, I understand the appeal of these people who troll, who are who are speaking as one online. 
XQC being a good example, I think he was also brought up recently where like he just got torn to fucking shreds for for stealing people's uh, content. Uh, basically, like he would just he's a he's a reaction streamer or whatever that entails. But yeah, we talked about that. Didn't we? I, I think so. But uh, just every week, it feels like people come it, out again. Like, oh, these people are pieces of shit. Like you should. Uh, while I understand the appeal of watching somebody be a dumbass or watching somebody be an asshole and and trolling people. We, we got to understand that there's ramifications for giving these people big heads. And it's this idea that like they are above, you know, everyone else, they can do whatever they want to. And like that, what, you know, it's so this kind of, it's, I don't know. It's don't do that. Don't watch, don't, <laughs> don't watch those Twitch streamers. Yeah. I don't know. Jacob. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Well, I don't watch it. I watch very wholesome people yeah. who are who like, like truck simulator and it's fucking great. It's great. <laughs> I, I watched another guy. Uh, I, uh, paint good. No wait, no. Oh shit! You can That's remember all these Twitch streamers, but you can't remember Dalton fucking Castle. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Call uh, death. I could be Danny. I could be Danny on Twitch. He does paint good every Mondays. He teaches people how to paint, but he also yells at people a lot. And like, that's the kind of wholesomeness that you want. I just you want you to know that something. you've you've ruined Samoa Joe for me because you call him Joe Samoa. And like now it's every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, it's Joe Samoa. I'm just saying, dude. It's such a, it's, it rolls off the tongue. Joe Samoa, baby. It rolls like, off the tongue. Yeah, but like all those Twitch streamers, this the like the super mega po mega popular ones they're all like hypocrites man and it's it just the whole thing feels like oops like yeah like you said plausible deniability goes out the window when you're not like you knew what you were doing because again everything's a work right even Mo so like I, I montreal like screw job is a work even if it wasn't <laughs> a quote-unquote accident right there has to be some sort of ramification for it because otherwise it's like this shit will just happen and you can you blame it on an accident. Like, oh, sorry, I was fucking on camera. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Like my, my Twitch stream was still going. Oh, crazy. You know, there's that's the thing, too, is that there have been literal channels being shut down because of like accidental. Like, oh, it's one of those I like uh, back whenever uh, COVID first hit and people were doing the online Zoom meetings and people were losing their jobs because like they wouldn't realize they're they have their camera on in a meeting and all of a sudden they're turning around they're jerking off to something in the background you know it's like <laughs> there have been like twitch channels there have yeah been but like that have been shut down because like they, just they that's that's a whole thing though like you have no like i'm not i'm not i listen i'm not i don't like sticking up for corporations and shit like that but like you don't like you can't wait till you get off the meeting to like jerk off like you know what i'm saying well, like, if it's a meeting and i'm not saying that i have ever done this meeting today <laughs> i mean that's the thing it's like i would never i would never do something like that because obviously it's like i i would be the one who's afraid that my camera is still on and so like that's why i was like i just cover it up right i have this little cover on it just it's go to the handy. bathroom and do it though that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like i, I would never like, be that's... the one who's like oh i got a 20 hour a 20 minute meeting might as well just run like it's not quick, it's not kink you know? it's not kink shaming when it's just like you're making a mistake and you should know better right yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Absolutely. if you if like if if like doing this if like you're in a meeting and like you're you're getting your rocks off because like you're jerking off and they don't know you're jerking off, like okay, that's but like, like that to me that to me still like, feels like, like sexual Joe assault. Getting head under the podium, you know. Yeah, but like that's okay, a, like you're yeah. living on the edge. It's that whole like oh like I might get caught, I might get caught. So it's like the thrill. Okay, whatever, right? But just know that like if you do get caught, you are the only one at fault. It's no one else's <laughs> fault but your own. Oh, you right. just, oh, no, you just hate me because I got a kink, bro. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know, man. Like, I didn't know. Like, yeah, you did. What is this? What is this? Why is it blue around the... the why, why is there a red yeah. light flashing on my camera? Red I light. I understand what that means. <laughs> but, like, all of those people, right? It goes, it goes even further than, than Twitch people because... Ever, like, 
I don't want to get into the like the politicalness of like all that nonsense, but like you see outrage and we've talked about just like what's like it's like fake outrage. And like you remember the whole Bud Light, the whole Bud Light thing. And one of the one of the biggest like pushers, I know I'm good at this. One of the biggest pushers of this whole thing was fucking Kid Rock. And like fuck that dude anyway, just in general. But like one good song. He had he had one good good album, and that was like the first one, right? (laughs) Yeah, even if that was good, I don't know. Um like my introduction loved it. So. My introduction, no, no joke. My introduction was Undertaker. Right? Oh yeah, American Badass. Yeah. yeah, um, and so, and also like Limp Biscuit too. But uh, that, that was that was like that was a weird, yeah, that was a whole weird thing. But like this whole thing where he comes out and he's like, oh, I hate my life, and he like shoots it up and misses like almost every shot with his gun. Well, yeah, like all like the thing is. It's like, I don't want to call these people dumb. Like they are dumb, but they're also smart enough to know what's going to get attention from the people that follow them. Right. Absolutely. And so him doing the thing he did with the, with the thing and being very outspoken about, and like, guess what? He was in Nashville and guess what? He got caught drinking Bud Light because Bud they're all hypocrites, dude. Like- like out in broad daylight they're fucking full of shit all of them are <laughs> it's true like, man yeah. like it's it's just awful man it's oh it's, it's just pander- it's, it's pandering dude it's like it's the the epitome of like my audience is gonna is, is really gonna be with me on this one my my stocks are gonna go through the roof we're really gonna stick it to these quote-unquote woke ideologies um yeah no but it's absolutely like but they're going to keep enjoying the things they're enjoying. Like if you think it stops at Bud Light, you know, the same, the, the same politicians, sorry, I don't mean to get to political. These same politicians who are like trying to, to, to ban gays and ban transgenders are like, are the same people who enjoy, you know, that community, right? Sure. They're, they're the ones frequent, they, like they want to <laughs> shut down, you know, the strip clubs and the, in the, in the, in the, the drag bars, but they'll the, be the first person down in the door, you know, as soon as they can get in there. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just like, I you know I envy Aaron because he's not on social media. Like, are you completely off now? Uh yes, I am. Yeah, and it's Indeed. just like uh, it's, it's been a while now. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think it's been a while. It's really only been a few weeks. I think a little under a month. You know, but it feels it, I feel so disconnected from that um, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I've sworn it off forever. I just I really had to take a break from it, and uh, and I'm so thankful, man. My my mental health. I'm not saying that that's the reason solely, of course not, but my mental health has really improved over the last few weeks. And, and, and there's, there's definitely a correlation there, you know, isn't it crazy? Like we all know it. Right. And it's just like, I I keep doing this thing where like, ah, you know, I'm Twitter. I'm done on Twitter. I'm done on Twitter. Like, cause Elon keeps making these fucking dumb things he wants to do. He wants to, Oh, we were going to get rid of the block button, even though he like, he can't get rid of the block button. It's like, now it's not Twitter, and it's just like oh, so Jacob hates Elon week. most so much, and like all of that. <laughs> all that to be said, it's like the problem is a we have a podcast, so like we have to be somewhat not with what we talk about. We don't need to like the, you know the hot topics, but we also still need like I would say a lot of our stuff comes from sh- random shit that I've found on Twitter. It's like oh fuck, like let's talk about this, right? And so like there's that part, and then because I'd had Twitter for so long, the algorithm and like I had orchestrated it to get the things that I wanted to see. And then like he ruined that. And then it's just like, okay, so if I get rid of that, where, where am I going to get my news on the things I do care about? Cause like 
I mean, we did it before social media. I mean, there used to be, I, I would call it my dailies. There would be like seven websites I'd hit in the morning, right? I'd log in, like I'd go to school, the computer lab, whatever it was. And I'd hit my, you know, this is before we had internet on our phone and I'd hit my fucking dailies. You know, I'd go to, uh, I think one of them was, I think talk is Jared, not talk is Jared, like the SmackDown hotel or something. I don't know. It was one of those weird ones where it was like, that's where you got all your wrestling news. That was like the dirt sheets. Yeah, yeah. What was mm-hmm. that? What was that called? I I I know what you're talking about, man. But I I'm drawing a the SmackDown right Hotel now. was for like uh, create a wrestler guides for uh, for all the wrestling games. Oh, but it was yeah, it was something like that. Anyways, that's where I'd go there and I'd go to like IGN and go to games GameSpot. I'd do all these things where yeah. like because they felt like news. Where like in a weird way, all the things are no longer n- news. You know, because everything is clickbaity as fuck. Um, oh yeah. Oh, a woman finds a hundred dollar bill on the ground. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> you could do it. There you go. That's great. Absolutely. And it's <laughs> ends up it's like a monopoly dollar. Right. Sure. Um, but there sometimes news does come across and you're like, this is actually interesting. So I you know, I'm not gonna get into it. I know that like I think Jacob's wife is a is a moon landing denier. She's wrong. Um, um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't Come know on, man. I don't know Stanley Cooper directed that film. Greatest movie of all. <laughs> I don't know what what her stance is on it. We'll have, why haven't we been back? Well, news <laughs> that is fair. That is a very we have question. been back. We've just not had any manned vessels yeah, back. We go to the moon all the time. Anyways, uh, so today, well, as of when this recording comes out, two days ago, so India, they land a spacecraft. And they did something that no one else has done. They landed it on the South Pole of the moon. And it's like, oh, well, okay, what's the big deal about that? Well, because there's water and there's ice. And, you know, Mars has always been the talk of like, oh, this is where we're going to go. And it's like, well, have you ever seen, you know, Ghost of Mars? That shit was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want that. Or if you go to the Martian, like it's probably more like the Martian and be fucking awful. Yeah, we'll be stuck eating shit potatoes. Yeah, Yeah. eat shit potatoes all the time. But anyways, so like the moon has always felt like the next logical step. And it's like, why take care of the planet you live on? Let's just move to another one. Right. Let's just, you know, conquer, conquer and destroy. And uh, so do what <laughs> logic yeah right it's it's crazy how just like a little bit of common sense but anyways um this is just days after russia had also tried it and they crashed it because... nobody's talking about like yeah. the fact that russia crashed <laughs> a literal like spaceship into the moon i know it was unmanned but still like, yeah they, 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 they shot a rocket at the moon like yeah the they they had ignited the thrusters for too long i guess and it's like it's like oh shit you know in russia the, to be the, fair they the, had a lot the... going on right now so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a whole <laughs> swell of news coming out of Russia. Blowing up planes currently. So, yeah. yeah well, you know, direct ignition. Yeah, and so, anyways, this it's like a big deal because it's the first. I think J- Japan is doing it next. Like that, they're the, they're they're planning on doing this in a couple of months. But because they they successfully landed on the on the South Pole and like what they want to do, and NASA also wants to go back. They want to they want to have another manned mission, and like the the goal is to to make it more permanent they want to build like a, a an hq there they want to build like like they're they're literally starting the thing that we had always heard about in sci-fi movies where it's like oh okay so like we're just gonna like forget about all the actual problems here and like i listen i'm not i'm not saying that space exploration isn't important because i think it is but it, it's it's weird because it's like oh this is cool but like you know where's my health care? Like we have a homeless problem in this country. Like, you know, there's like actual things that this money could go to help, but like, 
and it's like, oh, this is like, again, like I'm not playing it down that it's not cool because it is cool. But like, what does this do for me, myself and I, right? And then it's yeah. just like science, baby. I I, I get it. I, it's cool. But it's what you get. You know, I was oh. promised flying fucking cars in 2023 by the Jetsons. And like, we don't have that, you know? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, like we should have, uh, you know, like the fifth element, Bruce Willis. Oh, know, my God. Yeah. Taxi driver, you know, flying through skyscrapers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. But apparently China, it's like a, it's like a war, right? So it's like this unknown. It was, it was like, yeah, it was uh, basically like kind of a, a new cold war essentially where we've been in a quote unquote race to get to this. this well, we had that war. with, with, oh. with Russia already, but like the new one is you have Russia doing their thing, like crashing into the moon. And then China also wants to establish some sort of presence on the moon. But then like everyone else gonna, is like, start this whole like <laughs> war. <laughs> it's the moon war, baby. It's. <laughs> We don't need it. Warfare on the moon, man. We don't what need it. For, what does the moon do for us? I mean, really, it, it just it stands there. The ocean wave, like yeah, we don't I mean, wave back. Ugh, big yeah. deal, you know. <laughs> I can make waves, dude. I jump in the water and make waves. You know? <laughs> exactly. Right? We got wave pools at hotels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, have you ever seen the Truman Show? Like the ocean's not real, anyways. There's a door at the end of it somewhere. You just yeah. keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, how much be, of what I mean, we're created holograms yeah it was exactly. the matrix saying, right I've, I've heard that the moon is is hollow uh, it's metal and I, I made of cheese right that's what i heard cheese yeah I heard it's what did that come spacecraft. from that's a great question like the the cheese moon theory what is that i've heard yeah. that my whole life what is that <laughs> it's like you know what we're talking about jacob moon Have like you heard the moon that? is made of cheese yeah like yeah. it's one of those things that you hear as a child that like yeah. oh yeah it's just but like uh, where likely does it... originated likely originated from uh, uh, in this formation and formulation in 1546 when the proverbs of John Haywood claimed sorry to take a breath uh the moon is made of green cheese <laughs> a common variation <laughs> at the time uh was to make one believe that the moon is made of green cheese i.e. I. Wow. a hoax they're trying to hoax people uh, oh. well, science is Man, a liar sometimes ah, I, mean, I was i was fun. on I mean, board with that so I mean, that that's literally so that's yeah. that has survived for like seven hundred years. <laughs> We're God, talking man. about it in twenty twenty three, and it was yeah. originated in fifteen twenty three. Isn't there? There's some. Uh, I don't know. It might be video game uh, lore or something like that. But I, I think that there's some belief somewhere that the no. That's I'm thinking of Game of Thrones. Never mind. That's too, so. I kind of glossed over it, but like India has aligned itself with Japan, the United States and others uh, in an agreement on space exploration. It's known as the Artemis Accords. Like this is like legit, like sci-fi shit. Like we're talking about the Artemis Accords here, where obviously China and Russia is not a part of it. Uh, It's the legal framework that governs activity in space. And so far, nearly 30 countries have signed, allowing them to partner with the United States, because, of course, we're the front runners on everything. (laughs) Jacob's gonna roll his eyes. What what was that last part? I I was reading text. I said said the the United States... um, it allows other countries to partner with the United States because the United States is the front runner and everything. Of course, yeah, yeah we're allowing other countries to partner. <laughs> with us. We're allowing other countries to go to the moon. We've already claimed it, don't you know? We have a flag there. We're the only ones that have a flag there. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know I if that's see true. The, where's the pictures? Show me the pictures. You know? Well, the wind doesn't blow in the moon, bro. The, apparently, they had to like uh, <laughs> figure out a way for like pictures' sake to make the flag rigid enough to get a good picture of it. I think was the was the was the. Yeah. 
thought behind uh, why the flag looks the way it does. It's like because it literally like they had to like put sticks in it or something. I don't know exactly all the details, but um, they didn't put no match. <laughs> Bigfoot was on space, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, Where are the toes at? You can't yeah. even see the toes in the shoe. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, NASA is still on track to put another manned uh, spacecraft journey to the moon by the end of 2024. Um, China has plans for 2030. How do they know? Um, <laughs> they got it on. They got it on the books. I mean, they'll get there eventually. Ooh, I, I hope they've learned from Russia, and we don't ignite the thrusters too much uh, with a manned craft. I don't know. I forget. So this. I'm sorry. Was... The correction. The the Artemis three mission is, um, uh, the next human landing for the moon. Yeah, it will probably slip to 2020. It was originally 2025. It's now 2026. So four years before China. Imagine being one of those astronauts. Like, surely they know now that they're going. Like, like, can you imagine the the anticipation of like, oh, my God, in three years? Yeah. You know, that's the thing yeah. is like uh, you think about the people that were on the one spaceship that like just blew up. I forget which one. I think like a challenge. Well, there's like been a, there's been a couple, right? One of them like, was coming back, right? And then one of them was taken off. The one with the school teacher yeah. was in 86. The one that was coming back was the one that they had a bunch of conspiracy theories about because, like, they – I don't know if they ever showed, the like, the bodies or whatever, but it was a whole, like, conspiracy thing that, like, they didn't they didn't technically crash or whatever. They, like, landed in the ocean. They went and recovered them because they had, like, some extraterrestrial knowledge or something of that nature. It was, like, a whole ordeal. Yeah. Like, there's they people found the that reptilian have, like, moon base. That's maybe. it. Maybe. And then, like, there's been – so you know, 1972 of the of the people aged up uh in other places or whatever i don't know it's all um but... the goal this time when go with the next mission is to establish an, an enduring presence on and around the moon and use to use the resources of the moon to help sustain human life nasa also intends to assemble a small space station called gateway around the moon to support the effort and for I nuclear mean... weapons <laughs> Yes, dude. And that's, that's the next like, place the nuclear weapons are going. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's right, man. You know, got to arm the moon. Like, you, you, like it's cool. Like, it's undeniably as cool as shit, but it's just like, fuck, man. Like, I'm not going to the moon. Like, I don't benefit yeah. by, from this at all. I, I don't know if I want to go to the moon. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. I mean, like, okay, getting there is one thing, getting back, you know? I yeah. just like, there's no exploration in it for me, right? Because we all know what's on the moon. Do wow. we dust like it's like it's there's no there's no plant life. It's not like you're going to go there and discover like a How new do you breed know? of plant because it's a fucking rock that we've been staring at for decades now. Like it's got De nothing De on just it. decades, guys, just decades. Yeah, not we've only not known literally about the moon. we've only known about the moon for decades, <laughs> not dude. It's centuries, only been in the sky. not centuries, just a couple decades. There's history books. That they're, they're literally what happened is we them. saw okay. it in 1970 and with a snap of a finger it's 1972, we were there by God because this is America and we will fucking take it. I mean, we landed on saying, the moon. There's nothing on the moon. Like, there's no exploration. It's not it's like you're dark gonna find side some, of the moon, dog. You're not gonna find any animals on the Pink moon. Pink Floyd. You're not gonna find any like any new species. Okay, there's you don't know that. Discover. I do know that, bro. It's that a, we still there's places the goddamn ocean we've still not discovered. It's a hunk of rock. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. So a day, one day on the moon is twenty nine and a half Earth days. No thanks. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said that yeah. like stone cold. What? What? <laughs> yeah that was so good oh my god yeah. ja jacob yeah. could not dude when i tell you 
I told him before we went in, I was like, okay, I had to explain all this wrestling lore to him. I had to give him like the five minute, like, you know, the chicken noodle soup for like morons, right? For but for like the wrestling. And like I had to explain to him that like LA Knight does this whole like yeah thing, but like he he's not he doesn't work for AEW. And like I like within 20 minutes of me saying that, we get in as soon as we get into our seats, you just hear, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all, everyone, everyone in the crowds is just yelling it, and it's One just like does it, and it's like yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Anyways, so <laughs> you threw me off with the stone cold what there? Uh, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it literally, it broke me. Um, so one day on the moon is equivalent to twenty nine and a half Earth days. The dark ninety nine and a half. I thought you said ninety nine earlier. Twenty nine and a half. The dark or the night lasts for about half that time. However, because of the moon's rotation and revolutions are equal, the same side of the moon always faces the Earth. The side of the moon that always faces the Earth is called the near side. Well, that makes sense. Um, but like, okay, so we know this, right? The, this is based off like the the time that we've created as human beings on as as civil civilians on Earth. But like, if you are, if we make it to that point where we have established a colony, like you're gonna have to. Do you think you're eventually going to have to like establish like are we going to are we going to reach that point in our lifetime where the first person born on the moon or they a moon tonight? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, we might be like 80 or 85 when it happens, but like yeah. I well, I mean, it'll be, you know, it'll be would it we'll, be vaginal birth or would it be like, you know, yeah, like, to like a test tube yeah. baby? These are the re- these are the questions I want to know. The answers to. <laughs> like <laughs> Do we do we start worshiping like you know Kanchu like you know you know it'll it'll be like one of those things where uh, they live stream it the the first birth in the moon um, <laughs> it'll be in VR it'll be it'll be uh, in a VR it'll be it'll be vaginal birth and like that way because it's like you know it'll be uh, live streamed and brought to you by like Coca Cola yeah it'll be a Twitch streamer as well you know yeah it'll be it'll the, be... the first uh, uh, con- conception uh, in space. Yeah, hell It'll be yeah, live on Twitch, and then oh. nine months later they'll show the birth. Yeah, yeah. But okay, 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 okay. Let's let's talk about that. If it's nine months though, but nine months Ooh. on the moon is different Ooh. than nine months on Earth. Yeah. So how does well, that I, work? I don't think I don't I think can't that do the quick I, math, but you know I don't think that like pretty quick. <laughs> biologically, I don't. I like, saw Interstellar. Don't, like, we don't like, I mean, we just, yeah, to be fair, it would be nine months to us, but then you have to divide that by 29 days. So it'd be like yeah. nine, nine times 30. And then you divide that number by 29 days. What's that? that what's that math? Many. What's that math? Oh man. I don't know, dude. I don't got a calculator on this thing. Let me see. You, so, go nine right. times 30. All right. That's, that's 270 days normally. All right. So then you have to divide that. Wait, no. <laughs> I'm glad that you don't work in like finance okay. or accounting for a living. Uh, okay, hold on. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think about this. Like he as, does, he, by he the way. The spot. Okay. Yeah. Um, because they told right, us so... they told us in school we we wouldn't have access to calculators. So. Actually, no. You would take. Okay, so you would take one day. No, no. Okay, just no, take nine no. months times. Oh my god, no, we sound like a bunch like, of morons. Okay, because you have to divide <laughs> it right. So it's like. You're trying to get moon time, right? So we do birth by nine months in regular yeah. time, okay? Right, but but one day equals twenty nine days. So it'd be on the moon. So you would multiply it by twenty nine point five, right? So or is that too much? Oh, would shit, it dude, even be know. possible? Um, sex and zero gravity. Yeah, I mean, it would just, what, there's a, will, figure there's out a way to like 
They'd figure uh, figure out a way they'd to shoot that way. sperm up there in the right. I mean, spot. they they like I can't imagine it. I mean, I'm sure they jerk off in the space station, right? They got a little cup. Oh, they I just catch you, it. How do you clean that up? Oh, you just catch it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they definitely have to be wearing condoms in space. I think even when you're jerking <laughs> off, like you gotta have to wear one. It's it's like Would one it of those. They like, are. <laughs> do what? Yeah, I think so. You got enough friction there. Yeah, I think you have enough friction, and it would just shoot into the thing. Okay. I don't know if it would. But I feel like if you're going to establish a base, right, there has to be a a a gravity nullifier in the base for you to to be able to figure out gravity nullification first. I think. (laughs) Well, we can do that if you can turn it off, and you can turn zero. Yeah, right. But you can like turn. We have the training. Dude, that's the thing. It's like, look how if we can bounce a laser off the moon onto somebody's house and blow it up surely we can figure out how to turn gravity off inside of a building. Yeah. and have <laughs> But also children. like, you know, America hasn't figured out how to give everyone free healthcare yet. So like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, point. I mean, we, okay. I think I figured it out. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it'd be one day is 29 days in the moon, right? Correct. We're going to round it off at 29 sure. days. Okay. Okay. So 30 would be the better one, but okay. So, 27 because you'll round down 70 270 would be how many days it takes you know average to get a baby out right okay so then you would take the 270 times one divided by 29 that would give you the percentage of a day that there's okay, an easier way to do this you, this is way and then, complicated and then you do that that percentage so someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be screaming furiously about how ignorant we are at math so there'll be nine days. It would take you take you approximately nine point three days to have a baby on the moon. No, in moon time. All the moon, all time. The moon math moon experts time. listening are outraged. That would be in moon time. So so nine full days on the moon, you would have a baby. But that would equal two hundred and seventy days back on Earth. I was thinking the inverse. I was thinking the other way. I was thinking it would take longer. No, because like I was body, thinking the, body, the wrong the, way. The baby is still going to come in the same amount of time, right? Because it's not like it's <laughs> don't not like isolate that, please. <laughs> the baby. Oh yeah, don't do that. That's oh, that's a gross statement. But anyways, the baby is still going to come at the same. You time said it because, again. <laughs> because biologically speaking, like that baby is going to come out when it comes out, right? Right. So it's still going to be nine months. But how does how does gravity but, affect that, right? Because isn't there a I thing just, with like tides and like the changing of all well, of that I, also changes that, the way the baby would definitely float around more in the uterus for sure. You also so like, like, you know, if you flush a toilet, it goes the other way in Australia. So that's mm. true. It does go backwards. The rivers flow differently down there as well. Yeah. So uh, I would say I that manned moon mission in 2026 is going to discover alien come. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. man. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope so. I That'd just be- like I'm waiting for them to to, to be more. Let us know for sure that I don't tell us anything. I mean, they, they've been so around the, I mean, they've been closer than they ever have been in history to saying, Hey, we believe aliens exist. We've been, been in contact with them, but they still, they just like, can't get over that hump. They're like, they're so close. They just can't. There do are it. multiple UFO sightings every day, but there's really nothing to see here, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently, okay. So I know it's not on the outline, but like, there's this thing going around currently. Gosh, you're pulling oh. the curtain back, bro. We don't have an outline. What are you talking about? Oh yeah. Sorry. He's shooting uh, brother. <laughs> uh, working from the head, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, hey babe, there's been this thing going around, especially on my TikTok feed, and apparently, like they've found footage of the Malaysian fight flight, not a Malaysian fight. It's just like two two Malaysians fighting it out. Uh, the Malaysian flight, like seven eighty seven, I think it's what what it was, whatever. I don't remember. That's the, the one that disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that disappeared. Well, yeah. apparently, there's new footage that's come out, 
because there's two stories going right now, right? One story is that they found uh, wreckage from it that does um, point the picture towards an explosion. Okay. But then there's another pic, like the footage that they found, it, it's, I don't know if there's been any like debunking of the footage or whatever, but it's of the footage of the plane and you see it diverting. Uh, it's being basically surrounded by three UFOs. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going in like a triangular formation. How many times you get that microphone? Uh, several, several times at least. Uh, <laughs> and it's doing like circles around the the flight before like. But that. 15 but okay. Into the video, but where's that coming vanishes. from? I don't know. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't know if who's who who made the footage, who where it came from. Like if it was just some guy filming the plane. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> My problem but, uh, with all of these, right, is the black box. Like it's supposed to be this fucking indestructible thing. And yet all the time it oh, we just lost it. Oh gosh, it's just gone. It's got all the scary information on it, dude. Yeah. I don't oh, want it's, people to know about that. It's either that A, they're full of shit about the black box, or B also we have the ability. You know, we don't, not as like, you know, civilians, but the governments, they have the ability to, you can delete some, you can delete something from a cloud, but they can still get it. Like it's not gone forever. Nothing's oh, yeah. gone forever. Your hard drives, like they can. So you're telling me yeah. that these flight records are not backed up on some fucking like super cloud. They're in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. So it's, it's just ridiculous. like, like, I know that like, they do a lot of this to protect you. And that's like, okay, Nixon, I don't want your protection. Right. I want to know what happened, you know, but, yeah. uh, but going, going back to the footage is that like, it, it looks insane, right? It doesn't look real to me first. No, personally, it's a like, work, bro. I don't want to fall for it. I feel like it might be a work. It does look, <laughs> it looks, it looks that way, but like you see it, it's like, too clean, the, right? It's not too clean. They, they, that's the thing is like all the, the frame rate and everything, like it all matches, um, it, it has all of the same texture, so like it doesn't look like somebody input it, but it just looks too unreal for my brain to be like that's a real scenario. And it's like three UFOs just in a triangular formation, just circling around this this plane, and it, you see it go up, and then it just like there's a big flash of light, and it's gone. All everything is gone. Teleportation, I I, baby. I don't know what happened. Faster than the speed of light. Dude, it's it's insane to me, but it was like. It's definitely one of those things where they, <laughs> they would come out and and say like it's fake, you know, it's obviously yeah. fake. Like, how so, can you believe that's real? You know? I don't. This like jogged my memory, but you said uh, Malaysia, and we were talking about China, and we forgot to talk about it a couple of weeks ago. But it was like the hottest thing for about ten minutes. But uh, somebody, the <laughs> so the bears. Have you seen this thing? Oh yeah, the, I've the seen Malaysian. The <laughs> <laughs> so this bear, the like. Yeah, I don't know. The people are debating on whether or not it's like a human being inside of a bear suit because of the way its legs were in the back. And it was like waving at them. Yeah. Hey guys, look at me over here. It's so crazy because like it does like if you get it at a certain angle, there was the one angle they were talking about is like somebody had taken a picture of its That would be a very like China thing to do, right? Oh, yeah. We got these costumes here at Halloween. I don't know. I don't think it would be in China. I think it would be like a North Korea thing where like they're trying to like put up this picture of like everything's fine here. And yeah. and it's like the bears well, are very malnourished. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's going to dispute it? Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, it's these communist countries where like you're not allowed to question the government where like yeah, what yeah. they say goes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just do that for an hour. Oh, my God. That would. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Um, you know, I was. I was eating, this is weird. This is like a way like out of left field, but like I was eating dinner and they never tell you like, there's all these things that you wish they would tell you and prepare. Like 
you're never going to be fully prepared like as a parent to like your child because like things change but like i i feel like it was under it wasn't talked about enough the absolute fucking struggle of trying to come up with a grocery list every week that isn't the same seven fucking items because like look i i am a i'm a picky eater i understand that but even still like when you become a parent you're at the behest of a fucking child so like your your main priority is to feed them and like like who wants to cook two meals i don't want to cook one let alone two so it's just like i you know listen i love chicken fries man i i do but like i can't Dude, eat chicken fries, chicken fries every day solid. there's some people who can literally like that's why those diets where it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna meal prep i'm gonna make chicken and and brown rice and broccoli for the week like bro i can't do it like i'm i'm gonna tap out after two days like i'm, I'm sick of that shit so like <laughs> like they just every sunday when we or every saturday or sunday morning when we go to the grocery store it's like what do you want this week? And it's just like, I'm breakfast. I'm fine. I can go. I can eat a, like a like a granola bar, and I'm fine till lunch. Lunch, I'm fine. But it's dinner, dude. Like I just like I don't I don't like going out and spending money, like because then it's just like, oh. Right. But then but then it's like, bro, I could just hit. Ta- I I could probably eat Taco Bell every day just because I know I could eat something different. But then like, how good's that gonna be in your system? Even though it's delicious, <laughs> but right. like, yeah, yeah. I just don't feel like that is. F- there's not enough focus. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know how you bring it up. I don't know how you teach the youths that in high school, like, listen, in like 10 years, when you have, when you're out here, you're going to be, it's going to be a struggle because I'm sure that like, does it, does it ever piss you off? Like whenever you're like, God, I have to go grocery shopping again. I have to take out food again. It's not the act of doing it's coming up with the fucking list. It's like, bro, how many, okay, we're going to have quesadillas. All right, cool. We're going to have tacos. Okay, cool. Spaghetti. Okay. Like, and you're like, you have your specialties, okay? Like, you don't want to, like, run through the... Like, you know, you got to build this card, bro. You got to make it. Like, you know, it's all about all about pacing. So you start Monday off with a, with a meal that... Or Sunday, you have more time, right? You have, you have no less time constraints on Sundays. So you make a big meal. Then you eat your leftovers on Monday, right? And then it's like, okay, well, then, like... That's all how we try to... We try to plan it to where, like, we only have to cook, like, three times, but we can eat for six days sort of thing. But then, like, by the middle of the week, like, you, you, like you sit here and you're just like, okay... Like you've got your meal, you've got a boom, boom, boom. Here's what we're having this night. Like literally almost like, like clockwork Tuesday, Wednesday tapped ass. Like, fuck it. Like, let's just go to Wendy's, go to, go to Panda. Like, Like, it's just, (laughs) my problem is like, we get halfway through the week and it's just like, I just want to go eat out. I don't feel like cooking anymore. (laughs) That's me, man. That sounds boring to me right now. And like, it it makes you appreciate, I guess, a little more like your parents that like literally like they come home from work, they cook dinner, like they do all these things where it's like, you know, I grew up from in like a a single, single parent household. So like, there's a little bit more appreciation out of that to where like now it's like, okay, so Zoe has both of her parents here and neither one of us want to fucking cook. Like (laughs) not one, like uh, Sunday I'm fine. Like again, no time constraints, but it's like, even though I work from home, it's like five o'clock rolls around. It's like, like just like that daunting, like, like I don't want to. Cause like, you know, tacos are great. I love tacos, but like, unless I'm going to make like a different taco the next day, I don't, I, you know I'm saying? I don't know. Do you ever like, I get, I get food burnout really quick. Like I, I just like Christina, cause she could eat pizza every day. No, no fucking questions. She could do it every day. And I'm like, I can eat it once. And I love pizza, but like I could eat it. Maybe if you push me like Monday and then that following Saturday, I could do it. But like people that eat pizza like three or four days in a row, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I like food too much and I just get bored with it. I don't know. Does anybody else struggle with that? 
Well, man, you know, speaking as a bachelor, it's, uh, you know, kind of a different thing because I just sort of, um, it's off the rails, man. It's like, you know, um, I do, you know, grocery shop for myself, but often I don't like cook for myself, but at the same time, you know, uh, living in Knoxville, Tennessee, where there's just so many restaurants everywhere, even still, I find myself being like, oh, I don't want that, or I don't want that tonight, or I don't, what, what am I going to get, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. So, yeah, man, I think there's always that struggle there when there's so many options, you know, and then you, you think of, like, like you were saying, some people who can just kind of eat the same thing every single day. That doesn't really register with me, though I will say, you know, I do have the luxury of if I do buy a large pizza, I can make that last me, you know, a couple of days. Um, but even stuff like that doesn't, doesn't hit the same the yeah. second day, you know, at all. Um, but no, I, I hear what you're saying, man. And it's just, uh, you know, like you said, going back to our parents who would, you know, work and then come home and, and have a, have a different meal prepared every night. Like as if they like meticulously thought about it and planned it out all day long and looked forward to doing it. That's something that's totally lost now. Cause, um, I don't, I, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. And of course they exist, I'm sure. But who just like, Oh man, I just absolutely love to cook. I think it's a generational thing, a societal thing. That's sort of, you know, everything, everything's now is like, Oh, order from this, like, uh, you know, app to get your meal presented to you with these options. And it's like, you don't really have to make too many decisions or really pre pre prepare anything. It's all sort of done for you. Just kind of heat it up and there you go. Um, that sort of trend has become way more popular in the last few years. And um, again, I, I think mean, it so has much to think to about, dude, you get to like right. come up with a new meal every day. It's, oh, That's yeah, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just dude, like it's un, I, I, I can't explain it. Like, I love cooking. I mean, to be fair, you I do, but, cooking, but I get, but not every day. Yeah, so that, fast. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, you know, like I again, one day and I'm like, I don't feel like it. Like it's once a week. Day. Like I could do it. Like, okay. Like I'll, I'll sit down, you know, and I'll make, I, I, but again, like my child is a lot like I was at that age where I could eat, dude, I, I still have the palate of a 12 year old. Like I still eat the same damn things because when I, when I was eating at 12 was the best bro. Chicken nuggets, French fries, man, spaghetti, that shit slaps tacos. Like it's still the best, man. There's a reason. Like I didn't branch out to eat like liver and onions. Fuck that shit. It's gross. I don't care. Like I'm an adult. I don't have to eat that shit anymore. I don't like tuna fish either, you know? And so it's like, nuggets. yeah, absolutely, man. Nobody's telling uh, me what I can and can't fuck eat. Yeah, dude. And anymore. it's like. You know, there's a lot of we we talk about all the time. There's a ton of like food debates, like oh, well, you're not supposed to put a bagel on must or mustard on bagel, and you're not supposed to eat pineapples on pizza. And it's just like I don't give a shit one way or the other. Just like don't my my thing is like don't criticize me for my weird food things if you don't want me to criticize. Like I don't care. Like who cares? Like it, it, it's one of those weird internet things where I think yeah. it's just this shouting into the ether. Like I don't give a shit. Like I don't. And like the older I get, I'm just like. It's like there's a like the Dennis the Dennis Reynolds meme. It's like mm, you know what I don't give a shit. Give a and shit. it's just like <laughs> like there's like so, there's uh, there's a great one that I, I have it saved in my phone where like they happened to me the other day. I was uh I was on Blue Sky, which is like you know the new Twitter, and I was responding to somebody, and I was like you know what I don't it's not where I don't give a shit. <laughs> I just deleted it. I just shut the app. I was like I, don't care. I actually don't give a I shit. Anymore. Don't give a shit. And so like I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what the whole point of that. It's just like. I do enjoy the winter time though, because like you can eat more. Like I feel like the variety opens up a little bit. You can make soups, you know, you need soups for days, like taco <laughs> soup. You know? It only opens up a little bit. Like you got soups and chilies now. Like, cool. yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want to eat, bro. You don't want to eat chili. fucking, yeah. You want to eat chili when it's 110 degrees outside. Are you insane? <laughs> we, make, we make chili all the time. Whenever it's like, I actually kind of want to make okay, chili. Okay. Aaron, here's the, here's the thing. Does what's more important to chili? 
beans or like pep chili peppers? Oh man. Uh, so I'm a big kidney bean guy in my chili. Uh, so if it doesn't have dark red kidney beans in it, I, it, that's what I grew up on. Okay. So, um, now, I will say my dad had a very specific recipe, not complicated. Anybody can make it. Um, but McCormick chili powder, um, chili mix, the McCormick brand specifically, the cheap stuff that you just get at Walmart. But that mixed with stewed tomatoes and dark red kidney beans, all undrained. Oh, with some, some, just some hamburger meat, man. You don't have to Damn, get waxed. That sounds good, dude. I'm not going to lie. But it has yeah. chili powder in it, so it technically still has chilies. No, you're. This is like literally it's throwback literally from like three years ago, where like literally Jacob's like it has to have chilies, like chili peppers. Literally <laughs> named chili, so you have to have chili peppers. But he's like, you cannot have beans, and it can be chili, and it's like, no, that's soup, dog. No, dude, that is exactly. No, that is so <laughs> frustrating because like, no, it can have, not have it can not have beans in it, right? Because that's the thing. That's like, a get soup. Hot dog chili. You get a hot dog chili all the time without beans in it, right? You go to like uh, Sam's or something. Doesn't like have chilies in it either. It's just me. It has chili powder in it. That's the thing. It's like as long as it has something. Chili yes, because because onion onions and onion powder are the same thing. They are the same. They're made out of the same. They're literally the same thing. They're literally like it's like if you took dehydrated onions and they and you ground them up in one of your grinders, it's the same. Thing. Oh man, I'm just saying. So, it has, it's so do you like white chicken chili? chili? Do you white chicken yeah. chili? Yeah. Oh man, because oh, they don't chili, have I... they don't have kidney beans in them. No, they don't. They have, you know, like those like white beans, obviously. But it's a co- totally different thing for yeah. me. Um, I, I feel like white chicken chili is just like a completely different thing. It's mm-hmm. still chili, but um, I don't. That's not where my g- brain goes when I think of chili. Um, but yeah, I used to work in a in a full service restaurant where I was introduced to white chicken chili with like uh, hand pulled chicken and um, oh, yeah. dab a little bit of, a little bit of hot salsa in the center and some shredded white cheese on top. Oh, delicious. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm getting hot over here. Um, okay, talk about this all day, dude. What's? Uh, can you classify the difference between a soup and a chili? Uh, I would. Okay, so not particularly by uh, uh, Webster's Dictionary standards, but for me, a soup is uh, more brothy. Uh, something more brothy. Uh, you know. Um, I can uh, see you. I can see you with like a nice British accent. You know, just like. <laughs> Just a nice <laughs> British accent. You're reading a book. You've got, you know, it just be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I've got like a like a tobacco pipe. And, he's more, oh, yeah. he's more yeah, Scottish yeah, to me. You could be Irish. <laughs> Based off look, just like a visual look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, yeah. Scotch-Irish. Yeah, absolutely. You could have the hat, too. You've got a little, oh, uh, the Irish in me. Yeah, the, the, beard, the beard's what, what, man, it's just like so, it's just such a mountain man. Like, it's just such a good beard. Like you know, it's, it's coming up on a on a year. Uh, I clean shaved for the first time in many years back in October of last year, and I haven't, aside from just thinning up the uh, sideburns and the mustache yeah. a little bit here and there, I haven't done anything with it. I just let all this really full. It was awkward for a little while, but then like when it really came in, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. How long did um, it take? I always used to really shape it up, and then as it would get fuller, you know, it would kind of have a sort of defined look. But I mean, this is just like full on from day one. Uh, I've never done that before, so I'm at the least gonna let it go till October, and uh, just so I can say, yeah, from from october to october i did not you know i didn't trim the Damn, beard at all gonna get um, that zz top beard oh yeah man well eventually i'll be able to just like you know tuck it down the shirt and it'll be like oh man yeah, like zach know? wild <laughs> you know but yeah it'll be like looking like zach wild over there oh yeah um how long does it like when you do the full shave how long before like you've got a like a nice like a nice 
Well, within a week, like the the stubble has come in so much that I could I could shape it up into like a beard, and it looks okay. like I have you know a defined you know. But I mean, as far as like really kind of uh, getting thick, I'd say by week two, it's like okay, Aaron's beard's fully back, you know. Yeah, it's weird, man. I haven't been clean shaven since December thirtieth, two thousand and nine. Nice. Yeah. I think that'd be weird to see you clean shaven, dude. Yeah, I mean, I a Patreon thing. Where I've like, never oh, been. No. Like Christina's seen pictures of me, but she's never seen me without my beard. It's just yeah. part of my identity at this point. Like, sure. you know, it's just like the, the Amish beard is like, it's just kind of like, I don't know, synonymous with my, my profile, I guess, if you would. Yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of profiles, we do a thing on this show. Uh, we started top five. <laughs> Top five, and uh, <laughs> top five. You, I, I, I've known you for a while, but I did not know this until about three days ago that you are a giant Nick Cage mark. Like, oh yeah, man, the guy is my favorite actor. Um, same man. Yeah, dude, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. I get, I get it. Like, he's not for everybody. Okay, cool. I love every performance that I've seen of his, just because even if the movie itself is not good or even outright sucks, uh, right. Nicholas Cage is entirely watchable. At least, at That's least, funny. at his worst, he's entirely watchable and entertaining um, to me personally. But at his best, he's there's no one else like him. He, he nobody delivers delivers lines like him. That's true. You can't predict what he's gonna say, like or how he's gonna say it. The cadence, um, I don't know, man. I, there's just something. I don't understand about the that. hate for him. I don't under, like. I know that, like, yeah, you know, financially speaking, he has made the best choices. Sure, like, yeah, sure. does he take any role that he can because he needs the money? Sure, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love, like, like you were saying, like the cadence, the way he delivers his lines, like the just like his acting. Like, does he? I mean, has he had a bad movie? I'm sure. I'm sure he's had a bad movie or two. <laughs> have I watched everything? No, I haven't watched everything he's done. I, I, there's a few like off the top. I can think of Mandy. I've heard like really good things about that. I haven't got to see yeah. yet. Uh, and I haven't seen Renfield yet either. I have a list pulled up like his like most current movies or whatever. Yeah. But um, well, you the way you describe Nick Cage is sort of how I am with Tom Hardy. Okay. In, yeah, in the yeah. sense that like he's been in some bad movies, but sure. he's good. Like I think Venom yeah. is a terrible movie. But he, like, chews the screen up and, like, acts the fuck out. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. That's why I, yeah. like, Dark Knight Rises, I, I love that movie. I love him as Bane. Like, I, all the issues, like, you can say, well, it's, it's it you know, it's paced weird and there's plot holes. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, he's so good. And, like, Absolutely. I don't, um, my favorite portrayal, though, of Tom Hardy is Alfie Solomons in the TV show uh, Peaky Blinders unbelievable okay. like it's up there with like Al Swearingen as far as like characters and like when they're on the screen you fucking pay attention and like they chew up when like because I think Al Swearingen is one of the greatest TV characters of all time and you know uh, you know Alf Alfie Solomons is up there too but anyways um I'll, I like we'll, I need to check out Peaky Blinders oh uh, I love it now it's it's one of those like did you like Deadwood man I, I've not watched it um mm. I know, I know, yeah. But uh, you know who Al, you know who Al Swearingen is, right? Or no? I can't, I cannot picture that. So it's uh, Ian McShane's character in Deadwood. Oh, okay, yeah, Ian McShane. Okay. And like, if you like die, see, like the thing is, like, I like dialogue heavy stuff. 
Like mm-hmm. I love eighties action movie stuff, but like if a show is like 85% dialogue and it's like good dialogue, like I'm in, like I'm in. Um, but then you've also got shit like breaking bad where I just, I, I hated it. Like I just, I just didn't like it, but maybe too anything, anxious. It's just, well, I don't have ADHD like you do, Jacob. So I can sit there and listen to people talk. It's, you know, we also have a fucking podcast. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's just something in the water there. Um, I'm going to let Aaron go last because he's going to have the ultimate list because you have seen to date everything. You own everything, right? Well, I own every Nicolas Cage movie. I've not seen them all. I did go okay. on a bit of a crusade earlier this year. I've made a list of all the movies so far that I've watched this year. I'm up to 91, but I went on a 20-film stretch with Nicolas Cage um, trying to watch 20 films of his that I'd never seen. I didn't quite get there. Um, I watched a few movies that I had seen just because I, you know, after watching a few Nick Cage performances, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to see this one, right? Okay. You know, I got to see this one again. That's what I meant to say. So um, show Jacob your Cage of Cage. Oh yeah, the Cage of Cage. So this isn't going to translate on audio, but you got to check this out. I mean, this is my Blu-ray Cage oh, he's got, of Cage. Okay, he's got like a um, full-on Cage with yeah, all Nicolas oh, yeah. Cage movies in it. Open, it's dope uh, as hell. All Damn, that. Dude, that's um, sick. Made this myself. Um, That'd be a know. hell of a cage for a fig fed, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah, the cage of death. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and then I, I've got another one here too because uh, that I'm ridiculous. And this is the DVD cage. Of okay. Cage. Uh, hell yeah, dude. So, yeah. so, so are you looking like to replace? Dedication. Are you looking to replace your DVDs with Blu-rays eventually, or does um, it matter so this the is, format? I, this is a whole thing because when I really got into collecting Blu-rays back in 2020, I kind of became a format snob. Uh, oh. I was like, these are trash, you know. And I just <laughs> I, I got rid of all my DVDs and upgraded my entire collection to Blu-ray. And then um, my whole opinion has changed on that now. I re- I do not feel that way. I'm a VHS collector as well now, so I've got okay. a ton of DVDs. But that started because I went on this thing where I've got to get every Nicolas Cage movie, and not all of them are available on Blu-ray. So I had to get some dvds um and when i did that it just kind of opened the floodgates and so with that i okay. i now own every nicholas cage movie that's available on physical media okay <laughs> so are you going with like nicholas cage is the star and or like a supporting character or is it going to be everything plus like anything he's made cameos in this is a yeah. great question because this segues Literally. into something of mine Okay, well, it's it's literally everything. So if you went to his IMDb page and go right down the list, I have them all. His very first film was uh, he had a very small cameo as like a burger cook in Fast Times at Richmond High. It's funny you mentioned that because saw, number five on my list is Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> so I think apparently like according to this list that I'm looking at, he's in The Flash, the newest one. Yeah, Superman. And he's he's like spoilers of Superman. Because uh, that, that's a throwback. going to watch that fucking the movie. film dude huh they they deep faked him into the film for like a, a brief cameo and that all started yeah, because like, okay so that all started yeah. jacob because i could be wrong but so right after batman with keaton they decided that they wanted to do superman in that same universe and they had there's like test footage of him with long hair in the oh, superman yeah. suit or no was that kevin smith's that was kevin smith's superman right it was Tim Burton, actually. Okay, yeah. I was right. Okay, okay. Burton, this you were right. I was. I actually looked at the the photos from like. So I looked up. Uh, so Nick is he Cage not? Superman. Is he not credited? Well, I know that um, they base. It's kind of like a CGI thing that they did. I've not seen the Flash. Um, just based off what I've heard, is it's pretty brief. But they kind of like 
it's just it's real CGI heavy. So like superimposed his face on set. Yeah, like you know, like I, it's I'm like not a TikTok sure. deep fake video. Like, <laughs> it's like that guy that makes the Elon Musk uh, uh like fake videos where ah I'm Elon Musk. Money, money, money. He's like hitting a fake like picture Um, of Mark Zuckerberg. Now, my my list is in no particular order. I'm not a huge Nick Cage guy. I don't like I don't I don't have an issue with Nick Cage. He's a lot like Keanu Reeves to me. I I love Keanu. Um, But like that same sort of like pigeonholed into like a certain style, like Nick Cage sort of had that like those two guys are in the same boat to where like they finally hit a certain age and people were like, no, dude, these guys, these guys are great. Right. But there was that, that phase of their career for like 15, maybe not even that long where it's just like, Oh, he's so one note. And it's like, have you ever like, like watched him? Because it's not like, right. you know, um, it's Nick cage in a movie. But I love best times cage. at Ridgemont high. So it's like, it's kind of a cheat. I, I can put it as an honorable mention. Cause I have six. Um, I don't know. I, I love that movie um, as a pro- as a product of the '80s. If someone didn't grow up in the '80s, I I mean, I I adore things of the '80s and of that era just because it's one of those like, oh, that's so cool. Um, Con Air definitely is on there for probably. me. Uh, probably the first movie I can remember that like stars Nicolas Cage, right? In my like in my in my brain. I mean, I'm sure I saw stuff before that and or whatever, but like that's the first one that I'm like. If I said Nick Cage, it's probably where my brain goes first is Con Air. Um, it's fucking and the the cast on that that movie is pretty great too. Unbelievable! Um, That's like the most macho movie I can think of. It was the Expendables before the Expendables. Right. Um, right. Why has he not been in the Expendables or has he? Oh man, I don't know. He's definitely not been, but he needs to be. Like that. Well, there's a that's there's a fourth one coming out, isn't there? Um, if not, there needs to be. And I'm pretty sure sh- I'm pretty sure there's one coming out. In, like I'm pretty sure I saw a trailer for it. Expendables four. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of where I want to go here. So, probably gone in sixty seconds. Uh, yeah, that's a classic. a classic. Yeah, where I, I, I the meme where he's like, you know, let's ride. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> face off is up there. Caster Troy, even though he's only Caster Troy for a short time in the film, it's iconic. Yeah, it's it's, iconic. It, it's up there. Uh, as an honorable mention, I'll put Lord. Was it Lord of War or Lords of War? Yeah, Lord of War, man. That's a great film. Sad, and, yeah. and it goes places that like people don't really. It's uncomfortable because yeah. it's you know with the gun running thing and like you know there's that scene in the film spoiler alert but like where uh he's trying he got to get rid of all those guns and yeah. like he opens up that plane and like you know he have all those children running up and grabbing up as many as they can and oh man. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a rough film, but a great one. It's a deep cut too. You know, most people are like, "What is that?" Um, yeah, yeah. But probably my favorite. It's kind of again, it's kind of a cheat code. Is uh, Into the Spider Verse. So okay, he was yeah. really good as a voice actor. I love yeah. Spider Man Noir. He's great. Yeah, Spider Man Noir. He's really yeah, good. he's great. Absolutely. So that's a great list, man. It's a great list. You want to go, Jacob? Yeah, only blown away by my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's just so, a carbon copy of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten what your first one was. Fast on through. Oh, yeah, fast on through. All right, so number five is going to be National Treasure. It's obviously like one of those oh, yeah. like kind of like uh, I think that was the one film uh, that everybody talks about. I don't, I don't think it's the second one. I think that he was really good in, but I don't know. He was good in all of them. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number four was Season of the Witch. I thought he did a pretty good job in that one. Oh, yeah, uh, I yeah. liked I I liked his I uh, just like that medieval time he kind of uh aspect to it. 
Uh, number sure. three, yeah. Kick Ass. Kick Ass oh, was a really man. good one. I loved him and Kick Ass. Oh, I yeah. the relationship between him and him and the the chick there. I forgot her name. Well, uh, and his and again, spoiler alert if you've not seen Kick Ass, um, but uh, his death scene is oh my god, it is, it is so good. <laughs> it's so good, dude, and it's like it's kind of touching too because, like, you know, he's it obviously is. sacrificing himself and whatnot, but yeah, uh, he was the dad, right? For yes. a hit girl, was he? Yes. Was yeah, he was her dad, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. remember there was a second one of that, there was Kick Ass 2. I never oh, did I see the really, sequel because Nicolas Cage wasn't in it. It was yeah, not was good. Not, so it was not Jim Carrey was good. In the but, sequel? I yeah. I, I need to go back and watch Kick Ass too. But that movie is not good about it. Yeah. It loses um, everything that made the first one good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> number two is a tie between Con Air and Ghost Rider. I thought I I really liked his role in Ghost Rider. I know it's not probably not, you know, to the lore that Alex holds Ghost Rider to. I'll say I this. I don't know anything about Ghost Rider. Okay, I'll say this. I so Moon Knight's my favorite comic book character of all time. Batman's the second. Ghost Rider is third. I love Ghost Rider. Um, and I'm also a kid of the 90s. So like Ghost Rider was fucking everywhere in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. So like that shit was like imprinted on me. I have, as time has gone on, like I was such a purist, such a snob when that movie came out. Fucking hated it, right? Now, as time has gone on, now I've not been able to rewatch it in a long time because again, Streaming services are trash and I can't just like rent it for three dollars. Um, I have more of an appreciation for that movie now than when I saw it in theaters in 2007. Um, I didn't I want to go back and rewatch it and give it because it's been, you know, I saw it in theaters. and That was it. But like it stuck with me enough to where like I can still remember parts of it. And there's. The CG in that is better than shit that you see in Marvel now. Like so it's great. Yeah, I remember dude, the CGI being really good in that film. I think well. my problem is that I wanted Johnny Blaze to be more serious, and like it had that connotation of like this is just Nick Cage with a flaming skull. That's not what I wanted. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so as the Ghost Rider, I I would probably I, if if you asked me again, I would probably put Ghost Rider on my list. I'd probably. But like, you know, again, I don't want to buy I don't want to go to McKay's Aaron and buy the fucking blue uh the, the Blu-ray or the DVD that I would watch one time. I just want to watch you it again. Borrow it from me. Yeah, I, I could do that too. Do you have it on Blu-ray? Oh yeah. yeah I've got both I, of them, even though the second one sucks. I but never it's, it's, watched the second one. Uh you dude, don't. Uh I never watched <laughs> I never watched it because I because again, I didn't like the first one. Well, I so the first one is not a great movie per se, but like right. there's some really cool stuff in it. And it's a decidedly different kind of take on Ghost Rider. So I, I could totally see why it didn't land with a lot of the audience. Right. Uh, sure. Especially when it when it dropped. As, as you've said, though, as time, there's been a sort of a cult appreciation for that film, just um, as people have revisited it. you know. Right. Which I want to yeah. do. But, you know, I, I literally I, I had got Peacock because both of the movies were on Peacock and yeah, I yeah. got it. And I was like, oh, oh shit, I'm going to watch right, this. And dude. literally the day after I got it, they took it off. That's oh, so it was like eight. It was like it was only they did like a Nick Cage collection on Peacock for like a month or something or whatever it was. So I got it on April 30th and then I went to go watch it on May 1st and it was gone. That's oh, man. Pissed. I was pissed. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> All right. The long awaited number one for my list is, in fact, Willie's Wonderland. I thought he was fucking oh, yeah. phenomenal in Willie's Wonderland. I know like it was such a stupid movie but it was oh, yeah. like just like i didn't think he i thought i thought that he was literally going to show up to this film 
And when he was filming the whole time, he was not going to say a word. I was hoping that it was going to be just Nick Cage being Nick Cage and not saying a word the entire film. But I think he eventually talks in like the very end of it or something like that. Or in, in, he during never the movie or whatever. utters a word. He Does he never not? Utters, no, I he thought just he did. Oh my God, That's so good. I can't, I couldn't remember <laughs> if he did or not. I thought he might've said something at the very end or whatever, but like. I, I kept waiting for it. It never happened, which God, made it was like the deal sealer. When I, I remember uh, whenever Alex had sent me the trailer for it. And I, I think we <laughs> talked about it on the pod back whenever it came out. But it, was like, like, it was like pandemic era. Yeah, dude, it yeah. was like I was yeah. like I was like, this is gonna be it's gonna be one of Nick Cage's masterpieces where he like he does an entire film without talking. And like, yeah, yeah. it's just God, it's so good. Uh <laughs> it's obviously like reminiscent of the Five Nights of Freddy's, you know, and whatnot, right. but it's like it's just it's so it's so much fun. It's such a just a dumb fun movie. And it's oh man, but turn your brain off. Other, just, dude, I miss yeah. those, man. Like I th- we talk about it all the time where like and like it, part of it is also me as a person because it's like I want my time to be valuable, but then like I also do miss this idea of like just watching something and being like, "It's a movie. It was fine." Like you know, like everything either has to be like the greatest goddamn thing ever or it's a fucking piece of trash. Like there's no medium anymore, you know. Right, everything's a, like a hundred million dollar uh, three hour epic. Right. Or yeah, yeah. And since no, that's not necessary all the time. Yeah, and since getting back into like wrestling full swing, like, cause you know, I got out for a while with like, and then AEW became a thing. I've sort of not necessarily taken that approach, but like you realize when you take a step back, how serious people take professional wrestling. And I'm like, Hey, "Hey, there's a new episode next week, guys. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not uh, people like you're still real to me. Damn it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm trying really hard because like, I have this, this reputation of like, I don't like anything and everything sucks. And that is, truth somewhat uh, but i'm trying really hard to just sort of like just take things for what they are but like my brain fights me all the time and it's just like no like that that's that's like actually bad like you shouldn't praise this thing for being bad but anyways <laughs> enough about me let's hear this this super list oh man well um so the top five for me um i you know any one of these could go in they're not really in any particular order they don't have so. to be yeah, um, but I will go with Raising Arizona. Okay, is um, a film is a Coen Brothers film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coen Brothers who did like No Country for Old Men. Uh, they've uh, you know Fargo. They've done a bunch of great films. Well, this was a, a mid '80s comedy that they did that stars Nicolas Cage. It's a character named H.I. McDonough who's a con who um, you know he's in and out of jail and uh, he ends up um, falling in love with. Um, uh, uh, one of the, the prison guards and um and they end up having a they they anyway it's it's a it's a very hilarious movie i was about to spoil the whole plot for you but uh everything i just told you happens in the opening credits which is like my favorite opening credits of any film of uh, all time um but yeah it's a great film also has john goodman in it um so if you're into like 80s comedies that's one of the best uh Cohen brothers they, what else did, didn't they do did they do lowski they did do the yeah they did the yeah. Lebowski oh, man. yeah yeah and uh no uh oh brother where art thou oh brother where out there Alps, yeah. absolutely both yeah. really good movies yeah, yeah, yeah. yes well uh, raising Arizona is definitely one to to seek out for a peak cage uh just wacky wacky performance whole movie's 
hilarious and weird in that Coen Brothers kind of way. So. I watched it a long time ago, but I think it was one of those I watched it once and I don't I sometimes you see movies and you don't appreciate them when you watch them, you know what I mean? And I think that was one I'm not in the right mood or yeah, 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 yeah. Or sometimes you're just on <laughs> FX and you're just scrolling the channels and you're like, oh, let's <laughs> yeah. toss this on, I guess. I don't know. What this it's is. heavily edited and cut down. Yeah. Right, yeah. You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the TV cut of Lebowski is great. So good. So good. Um, all right. Second movie uh, is Leaving Las Vegas, which is the film that he won the Oscar for or the Academy Academy Award. And um, yeah, he, it's a it's a rough watch that I don't even really know that I could recommend unless you just want to see some uh, unbelievable acting because he plays a, a an alcoholic. And uh, he uh, basically loses his job because of his alcoholism. And he just decides to go to Las Vegas and drink himself to death. He meets a prostitute there and their kindred spirits. And then it's just a train wreck. And Nicolas Cage actually was drunk for a lot of the movie, which is uh, kind of insane because he goes method sometimes. He doesn't call it that, but that's, you know, that's what it is. You know right. what I'm yeah, it's method acting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's, you know, as someone, you know, who can totally relate to that kind of storytelling, um, it, it's a hard watch, but uh, it was powerful, powerful film. So, yeah, Leaving Las Vegas um, is is one that um, is is, is kind of depressing, but also phenomenal filmmaking. So, uh, so yeah, so that one made my list. Um, number three is one that uh, you mentioned earlier, Jacob, and that's Mandy. Um, okay, all right. Mandy I've heard completely- like... Uh- heard really good things about it so it's it blew my mind but i'm also i'm a big horror guy and mandy is is so much more to me than like just a a straight horror film it's um kind of like this ethereal experience in and of itself because the sound design and visually it's sort of hallucinogenic and dreamlike and just uh kind of takes you on a ride man it's a little slow at first but when it ramps up into high gear and you got chainsaw fights and duels going on and people exploding and all that it's uh yeah it's fantastic you have to check that out. It's on shutter i think so i'm gonna have to check that out is that well, not the one with the little girl no no it's uh it's a revenge flick with uh where nicholas cage and his wife mandy they uh, it's, it, it takes place in the mid 80s and they live in this cabin in the woods and uh basically this uh cult um comes to wreak havoc on their lives and nicholas cage exacts revenge um so yeah it's a, it's a bloody whirlwind it's it's like it's like a heavy metal album cover in movie form okay okay yeah, yeah. What, am, so, what am i thinking of oh with a little girl in there one it was like when i like it was i do think i think i know what you're talking about alex but i don't well remember, so there's like... one called pay the ghost that he did where um that's you know about a ghost of a little girl that might be the one you're thinking of I, I, thought, I thought there was Isn't one like, like protecting... I think I'm having like a Mandela effect. Maybe it was somebody else. It was like a Last yeah. of Us ripoff. Oh, um... was that Arnold? Did Arnold do that? Oh yeah, Arnold. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, it's one called Maggie. That's um, it. That's yeah, it. Where, uh, okay. Uh, Abigail Breslin is like a zombie. Okay. Yeah, his daughter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then there's Carrie, um, and she has she has superpowers or something. She yeah. kills a bunch of people. um okay number four um i've got it's called it's vampire's kiss which is a ridiculous um horror comedy from the 80s um it's the most over-the-top performance from nicholas cage ever ever it's the one that's in all those like nick nick cage loses his shit videos you know where he's like you know doing the alphabet he's like a b c and b and like going through the whole (laughs) alphabet you know and just being completely over the top 
um he he plays like this like a terrible executive at some you know some i don't even know man just like this horrible businessman who treats the people under him like shit well he goes out one night and a woman bites him on the neck and he becomes convinced that he was bitten by a vampire and he is turning into becoming a vampire so, so funny. the movie you watch him trans like he thinks he's transforming like you're left with the question is this actually what's happening or is this just like a psychopath with mil- mental it's illness shutter island the shutter island situation <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah was it all a dream was it all was he really a patient the whole time or is this a work is that they just trying to get is this a montreal screw job here um yeah. but no a vampire's kiss is the most ridiculous performance i've ever seen from nicholas cage uh so i definitely that's saying a lot <laughs> yeah yeah uh, in, a, in a career like over 100 films most of his performances which are over the top it's the most uh over the top one um, and then the, the last movie, uh, it's already been mentioned, but not enough can be said about, uh, you know, his performance uh, as Cameron Crowe, Cameron, Cameron, Pro, Cameron Poe in Con Air, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the ex-convict, you know, who um, is just the ultimate badass. Um, put the bonnet back in the box. Um, just fantastic, man. Fantastic. That was good. He has not enough to be said about Cameron Poe. Um, all those characters, man. Uh, John Malkovich as Steve Cyrus. Buscemi. I remember Steve Buscemi being really good in that. As well. Steve Buscemi, yeah. They, he got the Hannibal Lecter mask and they've got him like contained because he's a cannibal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that dude, the one? The cast is unbelievable. He like meets up with a little girl at the very end of that, or is that, am I thinking of Armageddon? Yeah, that is exactly what happens. Okay. And you think it's going to go really south and it's like, oh God, you know, but then like, you know, everything seems okay. Uh, you see the little girl, she waves at the plane as they're all flying off, you know? So it's like, okay, yeah. all right. You didn't kill and eat the little girl, you know, which that's, it, it kind of seems like it's going to go there, you know, but it's <laughs> all kind of a misdirection. I didn't know if it was like. I thought he saw, said that to the parents or something like that. Maybe they were abusing or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was just like, yeah, I think you just thought he was going to eat the little girl. Yeah. Yeah, but they just sit and have tea time together, and it's really uncomfortable, yeah. awkward. You know. How was uh, um the unbearable weight of massive talent? That's the one I with personally him and Pedro Pascal, dude. I there's so that's many. The I wanted to see it, but I never got a chance. I never got around to it. Well, it's so it's Nick Cage doing doing broad comedy, and he plays different versions of himself in the film. Um, like a younger version of himself talking to his current self. And so basically the joke is it's kind of like playing off of, um, like his whole like Hollywood career is kind of tanked and he's like trying to make these movies. So as it starts, you know, he's like, he's trying to get roles and he can't really get roles. And so then like, uh, he gets this offer from a super fan to come to this, you know, like a big party on this Island or whatever. And he's going to get paid just to come hang out with this guy. Well, he gets roped into like this whole like drug cartel bullshit and it's just insane. Pedro Pascal literally plays the biggest Nicolas Cage fan of all time. And so just their dynamic is hilarious. Pedro Pascal is his comedic timing is uh is weird, but great. He's such a phenomenal like actor. Like him and him and Nicolas yeah. Cage both. Like, but just like, yeah, I, I see the there the was meme. like a good the meme, meme like meme week or whatever where it's like Pedro just like smiling <laughs> and they're just like Cage. yeah. And it's like, God damn, the music's perfect for it, too. And it's just, like, so good. Yeah. There's know, so just, many like, of these movies that I've just never heard of in the last, like, five years. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I'm telling you, um, I could really send you down the Nick Cage rabbit hole um, where he does some really bizarre stuff that, uh, you know, people who think he might be one note or something of that nature. He's had some characters, man. What is like, Pig? Really, 
Oh, oh, you know, pig was one honorable honorable mention, and pig is a um, pig is like kind of like an anti John Wick film, um, in which it's like uh, so he plays like this uh, this homeless guy who lives out in the in the Portland wilderness with this pig that uh, is a truffle pig that seeks out these truffles that basically these um, really high end chefs will pay top dollar to have these truffles at the restaurant so they can make these exquisite dishes, right? Well, uh, someone comes and steals Nicolas Cage's truffle pig, and he goes sets out on a journey to retrieve his pig well you think it's going to be like this violent i'm going to beat the shit out of you and get my pig back story but instead it's not like that at all and uh i can't really tell you much more than that to then you know it it would spoil the film but it's a it's a interesting interesting ride man a very artistic uh film that's done in a uh, in a pretty unique way and as far as performances from nick cage man it's it's sort of similar in a way to willie's wonderland in that he doesn't have much dialogue and does all the acting really with his physical presence and his facial expressions and stuff like that but he does have dialogue in pig and and it's powerful um it's it's one of my favorite performances of his for sure it's one of those movies though that's kind of specific in tone you know you kind of it's like a mood movie you can be pretty put off by it if you're not really in in the mood to kind of just sit back and soak in a story if you want something high action or if that's what you're expecting you're gonna be let down but it's a great great film to uh to wrap it back around to the beginning of this podcast if nick cage was to star in an autobiography film yeah uh, yeah about a professional wrestler who would he be who would he be perfect for well Uh, any any wrestler any any wrestler Oh, oh man um Golly, dude. Okay. All right. Give me, give me the, give me the rest in peace Terry Funk biopic with Nicolas Cage, man. Oh my god, he... <laughs> that would be unbelievable, unbelievable. So Terry Funk passed today at seventy nine years old. Rest in peace, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And um, I don't know that I would have said Terry Funk um, before because I don't know that he would have come to mind. But like, oh my gosh, dude, just like. Nicholas Cage pay, pay, playing Terry Funk in a in a film that took place in like in the seventies during his wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, I, yeah, yeah. My, my mind immediately went to uh, Brian Pillman. Oh yeah, dude, that would be yeah, man. Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if he could he could pull off the, the look, but I think I think that could work. But like, I'm just trying to think yeah. of somebody that has that sort of range that he does so here's a crazy fact man he was originally cast to play randy the ram in no way yeah yeah dude it's 100 true and um something ended up happening and he wasn't able to do it and they got mickey rourke crazy right dude that film film changes every like (laughs) what a great film featuring one of the like weirdest dudes on earth yeah yeah mickey rourke is a have you seen him lately Oh man, he looks like a like a like a melted doll. He does. It's, oh god, it's like, insane, dude. Like a cabbage patch doll put in the microwave. That uh, is that probably that's probably the best. That's probably the best like non wrestling oh, thing. Yeah, he doesn't look good. Like, is have you seen the the <laughs> the, the uh, Zach? What's his name? Zach Efron. He's gonna be one of the Von Erics. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and he's got like the He Man hairdo. Is he Carrie, Terry? I think he's Carrie Von Eric, the Texas Tornado. Yeah, Texas Tornado. Yeah, Texas Tornado. Dude, that's a whole thing, man. That's a rabbit hole you should go down, Jacob. Like, it's weird. 
What oh, is it? Man. Oh, Von, Von Erich's World Class Championship Wrestling. They're like the WWE. Kennedys of wrestling. Oh, yeah. Like, there's Great. just like tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. Like, just well, weird. It's called Von Ayers. I don't know. Von, V O N E R I C H. E R I C H. That's Von Ayers. Yeah, the Von Ayers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a deep rabbit hole, man. World yeah. Class Championship Wrestling, which wrestling, which was owned by Fritz von Erich, their father, and he was, dude, he was a former like Nazi, like yeah, dude. There's just a, there's a lot to there's a there's lot, a lot. With all of that. there's a lot, yeah. And, and it was in <laughs> Texas, uh, in this was it? It was like seventies, eighties, right? Because I mean, yes, yes, indeed. The uh, there's the only Sportatorium. There's and, only yeah, one alive, right? He has two. He has two sons that are. In, yeah, um, I should know this, but I, I think it's Kevin Von Erich. I think the one that was uh, always barefooted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that's still alive, man, and that's yeah. yeah he's dude, the only one like, born 1957. So yeah, but he has two so. kids that are. Uh, they're they're wrestling. Wrestling Marshall. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, looking at a family um, tree currently. No, so. I do. Yeah, and uh, the, I don't know what's crazier, that one or the Samoan one. Probably the Samoan one. Joe Samoa. It was Samoa. <laughs> Love it. Dude. No, the <laughs> actual the actual Samoan tree, like Roman Reigns. Right, yeah. yeah. How do you, is it an, an, how do you say their last name? An Anuai? Anuai, yeah. Yeah. An that's, that's that's close to yeah, Anuak. <laughs> the Anuaki. Samoan. Maya The Rocky Maya family. I love their cookies, tree. dude. I love their cookies, go. man. Samoan. Um, before this gets any more silly, is there you got any you got any closing any closing comments? Uh, saying yeah, advice? Also this week we got Aaron. Aaron's here. Yeah, what, like yeah. what's it like growing up with like a last name Miracle? Like this is crazy. Okay, Sorry so here's funny story, you, yes. man. No, it's it's okay. This is really weird. I wasn't uh, I wasn't Aaron Miracle until I moved out of my hometown. This is really bizarre. I, I was born in small town Kentucky, where there's a there's a pretty heavy draw on accent. Um, I I don't really have that much of an accent. Sometimes it'll come out, especially if I get really excited or that kind of thing. But um, um, so in my hometown, miracles are called miracles. <laughs> miracles. So, so that'd be like the same from coming to my hometown. It's like, yeah. 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 So for 20 years of my life, I was Aaron Markle. And then uh, I I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, and I dropped all that because literally everybody in my hometown that had that last name went by Markle. My family went by Markle. And I I moved away and I was like, I don't have to accept that. The name is Miracle. I'm owning it. That's crazy. Yeah. That is so. Like just to be like you, I feel like it's like one of those movies. I thought you were you, gonna tell me like your kayfabe name and, and like it was like like Stevenson or something. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, like imagine if your last name was like awesome, you know, and you went by Awisome or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, sorry. Like, one day you go to, you go to you go to college and like the teacher's like looking down the roster or whatever. She's like, "All right, where's Aaron Miracle?" And you're like looking around. And you're like, "It's Markle, lady." Yeah, you're like wait a second. Like that's how you say my name this whole time. Like that's how you yeah, pronounce wait, wait. it. Like a like a miracle, like a miracle of God. Wait a minute, like, Hold wait, on. What are, don't say that why are we on. running from this? Yeah, that's awesome. Like you find out you're like this lineage of like superheroes that like uh, yeah, their their whole like superpowers like miracles and like you just get lucky yeah. all the time. <laughs> Yeah, right. what's That's your all. trick? Well, I mean, I can perform miracles. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, what? Yeah, you ever heard of walking on water? Watch this. She's like sprint across the lake. Like, so yeah. sick, and the water I just walked on about to be wine. They, they, absolutely, they <laughs> just uh, destroyed a whole ecosystem. 
<laughs> yeah, just yeah, that's that that's like that's your tragedy. Everything you do, like you can perform these miracles, but like in your wake, there's just like you've just like disrupted something. Like, oh, I can turn this entire body into wine and then situation. Like, yeah, it's the yeah. monkey paw. You just like you kill everything in that lake. Um, well, it's like I could cure homelessness, but that moon shit's gotta go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking callback. But yeah, is there uh, you got any parting parting words for the for the, the citizens of the world that oh, man, no, this has been a blast. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I, I don't really have anything cute or clever. Uh, just, just a great time, man. I, I, it's nice to meet you, Jacob. It's nice to meet you as well. I can listen to you talk. Like you can just talk. That's fine. I, 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 I like that. I like it. It's nice. Uh, Jacob, Jacob narrating your life. Yeah. It's Jacob's a cuck when it comes to people talking. No, dude, like, <laughs> absolutely. 